Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of the Anti-Diet Lifestyle Podcast. I'm really excited for today because today we're getting into the good stuff. And we're going to talk about something that pretty much I am constantly harping on my clients about. Um, And I want everybody to embed this conversation in your brain because I know that you have at some point said to yourself, man, I wish I had the motivation. I wish someone could give me the motivation to lose weight, to exercise, to change my morning routine, to eat better, to do better, whatever the case is. If we could all take a motivation pill, I'm pretty sure whoever creates that will become a billionaire because that is something that for some reason is so difficult for us, but yet it's not something that we need to be focusing on so much. And that's what I'm gonna talk about today because this idea of creating motivation is kind of false. And we should be focusing on a few other things that I think will move the needle a lot more quickly and more effectively for you in your journey. Okay, so let's jump in. So when we look at before and afters online, I'm pretty sure every person has looked at it as like this motivational, this inspirational thing, right? Like, wow, this person lost over 100 pounds or 50 pounds and I'm struggling with five. And I get that looking at that may give you an immediate burst of motivation, like, all right, let's go. Or maybe it's, you know, just the change in the calendar going from December to January 1st and all of a sudden you have this new energy in you and you are just ready to tackle some new goals. Whatever the case is, the problem with motivation, just like the problem with trying to seek happiness, it's a fleeting feeling. It is not something that we should be really um, looking at as like the end goal. And that's kind of funny because if you ask people about, you know, what they want most in life, most people are going to be like, I want to be happy, right? Um, And happiness, yes, we should all strive to have some happiness in our life. But happiness is a feeling. It's transient. It moves. It shifts. You can be happy in your marriage, but still be angry that the trash wasn't taken out, right? You can still be happy with your job and yet have moments where I'm like, man, like there's some difficulty, some struggles that you're facing. So regardless of this idea that like you can be happy, um, it's, it, it's very similar to the motivation idea. And I want you guys to keep that in mind because it's so common for every single one of my client, when they first come to me, they tell me that they want more motivation and more energy to exercise and lose weight or be healthier. I think that we look at these before and after pictures on the internet um, and we think that all they had was motivation, right? It's just like looking at your Instagram feed and seeing the highlight reels of people's lives and yet getting down on yourself because you're not living this great life, but they're not posting the sad moments. They're not posting the tough moments, the moments where they didn't want to get out of bed, the stressful moments, the moments where they barely got any sleep and then they still chose to exercise, right? Like they are not showing the tough parts, only the final outcome. And in our brains, we see that and we're like, wow, that person has it all together. That person 
found the secret formula, whether that meant this, the number one best program to do or the best meal plan to eat or whatever. But in reality, like it's not that. There's one common thing that every single one of these transformations has in common and it is the ability to be in discomfort. Okay, and what I mean by that is the ability to push through. Now, I'm not talking about that no pain, no gain kind of stuff. I agree with the idea of no pain, no gain, but I do believe it can be toxic in some situations to think like that. But in reality, um, every time you go through a transformation, you have to go through discomfort because it's something that's not in your zone of genius. It's not in your comfort level, right? You have been living in this perfect little bubble that you've created for yourself. And the only reason that's comfortable is because it was repeated over a long period of time. Eventually, by changing your habits, you will eventually create comfort in that. But there is a big journey of discomfort ahead of you when you decide that you wanna make changes in your life to better yourself. So thinking about that moment when you have to wake up, your alarm goes off, yeah, you don't wanna do it, but six months from now, you're gonna wish you did, right? And so think about it this way. I always love the idea of cardio or running because let's be honest, no matter who you are, you are going to struggle with cardio at some point or any type of physical exercise. Um, but think about it this way. Like what if you are working out, you're running your first mile, you haven't exercised like at all and you're going into this, right? you are going to hit a wall eventually. You're gonna to start to feel like your legs are super heavy, that they're burning, and you're like out of breath. Your heart rate is super, super high. And there's a couple things that you can do in those moments. When that happens, you could either stop running and just start walking, be like, man, that sucked, I hate running, and you just take it little by little and you make it to the end. You could slow down you know, instead of going that fast, you go a little bit slower until your body adjusts to that normal uh, rate again, and then you push back, right? And you can keep going. Then the other group of people that understand that this is gonna be hard and that they push through that physical pain and tackle their mindset. And the people that are pushing through and running still, whenever it's hard, because they know it's almost over, right? It's not gonna last forever, the pain is not gonna be forever, but the results down the road are way more um, effective if you push through a little bit. And I say this a lot with strength, strength training, like usually I'll notice what type of client someone is within like the first couple of weeks of working out with someone. And what I mean by that is, let's say I'm giving, I'm giving you like 20 pound dumbbells and let's do some walking lunges. Lunges suck. And no matter what in your exercise journey, you're going to have to keep progressing and increasing the weight, um, making it harder on yourself so that you are able to keep growing and you know adapting, right? Because your body's going to get used to that weight. So if you're doing lunges and you're like oh my god this sucks ow and like you you stop because it hurts and not in a painful hurt as in like injury or anything like that but no just like a pain because it burns 
and you just stop versus the one that's like, oh my God, like they're grunting, but they get through it because you told them to do 20 and they're going to do 20, right? So those are two different types of people. And it, the only thing that's different between these two people is their mindset going into it. There are people that love the idea of competing against themselves, that love pushing themselves. They just want to do better than they did last time. If I give them a goal of doing a 30 second plank, every time they come in, they're gonna push it to 32 seconds, 34 seconds, 36, 38, and eventually we get to a whole minute of doing a plank, right? But then the other half that's like at 20 seconds, they start feeling that burn and they're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't, I can't. When you start saying that, that's the mindset that we need to shift. And there are clients that come to my gym and I specifically, like I, the, the words I can't are not in our vocabulary. And I call them out on this because when you say that you can't over and over and over again, you're not going to be able to straight up. And my goal is to make sure that you are just more aware of this in your daily life because this doesn't just apply to exercise, although in exercise, we 100% can tell very quickly, right? We can see it because the pain is immediate and the pain is drastic. But what you don't see is the pain of waking up early in the morning, right? You don't think about that. Or the pain of having to, you know, eat at home when you're craving something really bad and you want to go out, right? And so... There is this, um, this idea that these before and afters almost happened immediately for some people or, you know, like, wow, what program did you do? I need to do those exercises. It's not about the exercises. It's about all the little things that they are doing in their day-to-day -day life to push past discomfort. And I truly believe that. So that's something that I highly, highly encourage you to pay attention to as you, um, start your journey or just in those moments when you feel like you just can't go anymore, think about running. Think about that idea that when you start to feel your legs burning and your heart rate spiked and you feel like you cannot push through anymore, see the ending and chase it. One of the tricks I like to do specifically for running is if I'm like already like, oh my God, this sucks. I can't, I can't. I'll start to pick a spot, either a corner or a, a road sign or something that I can like point to and be like, all right, I'm just going to get to that point and then I'll stop or I'll slow down. But then when I get there, I'm like, that wasn't so bad. And so what's the next you know, goalpost that I can pick on and like, okay, when I get to the end of this corner, I'm going to stop, but I get there and I keep going. Do you see that idea of like kind of giving yourself little bits and pieces of motivation as you go through? Um, that's going to be my biggest advice ever. And there are five areas or five moments when I want you to be aware of this happening, where you have the chance, the opportunity to push past discomfort. And I'm going to share those five with you now. So one of the biggest areas is when life gets a little chaotic, when life gets stressful and you put your self-care on the back burner because that's just what we do. As humans, the things that already are taking a lot of our energy because of the stress component on our mental health or, you know, we're just more tired, we're, 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 just, we're just not wanting to deal with it, right? 
the last thing we want to do is something that already is seen as challenging. So we're battling against these two different things in our brain and we just don't have the capacity. Our, our energy cannot be split between the two ideas that are going on right now, the stress at work or the stress at home with the stress of having to get your butt up and exercise or do the things that you don't want to do, right? So I really encourage you to push past that discomfort and pay attention to when life gets chaotic and you're not putting your own self-care needs first. Okay, that's very important. Number two is when you step on the scale. How many times have you stepped on the scale and gotten disappointed because it didn't say what you wanted it to say? So that's one of those moments where it's really important that you take a step back and like see what's going on, right? Because sometimes we can be very, very emotional when it comes to the scale. And I want you to push past that disappointment that you're feeling and that like frustration that it's not what you want it to be and just trust the process. But that's a big moment where people don't push past that discomfort. Sometimes, especially like let's say when they, a lot of people when they start lifting for the first time um, or just exercising more in general, they get more hungry and they can eat a little bit more. But even without the eating, the inflammation that your body is undergoing because of soreness, right? That could contribute to the scale fluctuating a little bit. Doesn't mean that you just gained a pound or two in a week and you're like, oh, well, this isn't working. Nope, it's strictly because of what's going on in your body to try to adjust to the new stimulus that you're putting it under. So I always encourage you to think, like when you see that scale, just take it for what it is and don't put any value on it more than what it says, okay? Um, don't get dis disappointed or discouraged and that is a moment you're gonna have to push through. Number three, those short moments in your day, in your morning or in your evening, where you're trying to figure out what you're gonna eat that day. So this is a moment where like, for example, let's say you had a hard day at work and you open the fridge, you maybe open it a couple times and like nothing seems appealing to you, right? And you're like, oh, if only I could have Chick-fil-A, right? And instead of just pushing past that discomfort and grabbing whatever you already had prepped in your kitchen, in your fridge, or making something that you can eat. We tend to do the most. We, we tend to like, okay, we have the food in front of us and yet we're still gonna order Uber, right? Think about it this way. Have you ever grocery shopped? You've gotten home with all the fresh groceries for the week, you're ready to start eating healthy, but it's already too late. It's like night or, you know, 8 9 o'clock and you're hungry and then you order takeout. I know a lot of people have done that, myself included. And those are moments where we can really push past that discomfort and just eat what's in the fridge. Just, just do it. Just do it. And don't think too hard about it. What about number four is when you are feeling emotional, when you're feeling like, you have to cope with something sad in your life. And we're using food as the coping mechanism because remember, food, the idea of eating food when we're sad is making us feel better. So how can we stop that? Because the thing is, is the discomfort happens when you block that, um, that moment of trigger, right? That moment where 
you know, you have to decide between what's easy and what feels good with what is what you're supposed to be doing, the right thing to do. And we say this in life all the time. I mean, if someone were to cheat on you, obvious and like someone who's not loyal, they are choosing the easy solution, the what the thing that feels good in the moment rather than the discipline, the dedication to you and the loyalty to you. So why would you do the same thing with your body? You're literally doing the same thing when you choose to go grab cookies or whatever is that thing, chips, you know, things like that where it just makes you feel good in the moment because you're stressed out and you're sad. And that's literally we're doing the same thing that we would never want our significant other to do to us. So keep that in mind, okay? And uh, number five is that moment when you come home from work and you sit in front of the couch and you turn on Netflix instead of getting your butt up and going to the gym. We've all felt that and I want that moment. That's like one of the easiest moments that you can say to yourself, I'm gonna push past this discomfort because it's easy for me to sit on the couch. It's easy for me to just shut my brain off and not do anything because I've had a long day, but I'm gonna push through and I'm gonna do what I should be doing. See, these are the moments that you don't see when you look at a before and after picture. When you see a coach that's sharing all of the success stories and those transformations, or you see one of your friends or, you know, a celebrity that went through a huge body transformation, you don't see the tough parts. You don't hear them talking about the tough moments. All you see is what they look like at the beginning and what they look like at the end. And these days, let's be honest, on social media, you don't even have to have a before and after. You can Photoshop your body to look a certain way, or you can edit, um, or like you can change your poses. You can like do certain things to make you make yourself look a little bigger, and then twist your body a certain way, and then all of a sudden it looks like you lost 10 pounds. That's not fair. That is not fair for most of us because we are constantly looking for instant gratification. And Fitness and health journeys and weight loss is anything but instance. And I say this to a lot of my clients because they are constantly, I think we are bombarded with these ideas of, you know, losing weight with these magic fat burning foods or, you know, people who can lose 20 pounds in a, in a month. That's not realistic. That is not and that's not all fat, let's be honest. The good healthy way is one to two pounds a week. I typically, when I'm going through um, you know, a weight loss journey, I will try about, at most is like one pound a week. In a month of you struggling and doing the most for yourself, that's four pounds. And then you think about like eating that, you know, going out and eating a bunch of food uh, for a you know, weekend, like a birthday party or something, you can easily, like that scale can easily go up four pounds without you even thinking, right? So do you see how the fluctuations happen? And I think that we put way too much emphasis on those before and after pictures. But the thing is that you need to focus on what they're doing day to day and they are not living an easy life, right? They are pushing through moments of discomfort at every turn. And that's something I want you to take away from this. And as you go into your week, 
or um, your next workout, I want you to remember to push past discomfort and embrace that pain. Embrace the mental pain, the emotional, the physical, all of the combinations of, because all of that together is going to create the transformation that you want. And in most cases, when people go through transformations, um, the ones that make it through and last and are sustainable are the ones that have de developed those really good habits for themselves of pushing past discomfort. The people that are looking for the easy way out never, never keep it off long term. If you're doing detoxes, cleanses, um, eating like one or two types of meals and like that's all you're eating every single day to lose weight and you're meal prepping everything and everything has like a certain strict regimen to it. Those people do not learn how to adapt. They don't learn how to um, create, you know, under pressure. They don't understand that times are going to be tough and you got to learn how to balance both situations, the good and the bad, you know? Um, yeah, we can all do the good things that we're supposed to be doing if life was perfect. If, if someone gave me a million dollars and I had nothing to worry about, no cares in the world, yeah, I can wake up, I can do exercise, I can go, you know, um, be healthy and do all this stuff because I've got a chef, I've got a private gym, I've got all the time in the world, right? I've got nothing to worry about. But that is not realistic, that is not real life. You have to be able to adapt and understand that like this journey is not on its own little island over here. This journey has to be brought into your life with your kids, your family, your work, any other stress that you've got going on, okay? And that's when we gotta push past discomfort. And I really, really hope that that sinks in with you. So again, push past that discomfort. It is very, very, very important for your motivation, your transformation, and just your overall happiness on this journey while you're going through it. Okay, so thank you so much for being here today and listening to this. I really hope that you took something beneficial out of this. And if you need any more assistance or have questions that you'd like to ask, please go ahead and uh, join my Facebook group. And I put in some videos in there constantly so that people can have some resources and tools to help them on their journey. I've also got a seven day meal planner that is very, very helpful. It has a complete macro cheat sheet and it gives you some meal ideas too as you start this journey for yourself. So if you're interested in getting that download, the link is in the show notes below. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much.